Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss formula shortage, hating preachers, and needing a man. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Visit ProsperUnlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. Welcome to our temperature check segment where we discuss current events. Why the baby formula shortage is so terrifying. A nationwide shortage of baby formula triggered in part by supply chain issues and worsened by a recall. As soon as a mom gives birth, she faces the question, breast milk or formula? It is a decision many mothers like uh, don't take lightly. Quote, breast is breast is a slogan. Oh, breast is best is a slogan often heard in obstetrics, in obstetric clinics and maternity wards in hospitals. It's a way to encourage moms to breastfeed as the nutritional value of breast milk is superior to any manufactured formula. But breast is best does not take into account the often difficult and challenging circumstances between wanting to breastfeed and not being able to for a variety of reasons. Nonetheless, the societal emphasis on breast milk can create a stigma and cause shame for for some mothers. Parents who rely on baby formula are now facing another challenge in the midst of a national baby formula shortage. Stories have for months not been able to keep shelves or stores have not been able to keep shelves stocked with enough supply while manufacturers have reported their production is at full capacity. That's wild. Uh, For so many families, this shortage is a crisis threatening the health of their babies. While the White House says the U.S. Food and Drug Administration is working out, working around the clock to address the baby formula shortage, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has launched a website to help parents find formula. Um, You can find this at hhs.gov slash formula, said White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Quote, this work is far from over, and in the days ahead, you'll hear about the actions we're taking to increase safe infant formula. Amid this shortage, we are reminded again how dedicated our supply chains are. As the nation reported in 2020, there's a monopoly on baby formula in the U.S., with Abbott Laboratories, Reckitt, Benkisser, and Nestle controlling around 95% of the market. That's crazy. That's freaking nuts. Is there a way to make homemade baby formula? Like, like to to counteract this? I mean, we we veggie everything, right? Like, we can make we can. Is is there a way to synthesize it? Like, what's what's the formula? <laughs> this is wild. Um, when even one company is unable to keep up with their demand, uh, the supply falls drastically. Well, then again, 
if people were to go independent with it and, you know, uh, break free from the corporate monopolies, would those brands be trusted? You know, uh, um, food, food and drugs is a very serious business. But then baby foods and drugs, that's a that's like a whole that's a deeper <laughs> that's a deeper, darker uh, uh, connect right there. Um, uh, where, where was I? The th- three brands of powdered formula made by Abbott were recalled by the FDA in February due to a risk of bacterial infections. Weeks later, in, in early April, the out of stock rate was more than 30 percent. Now it's 40%. Parents are driving far and wide to get their hands on formula, and a number of major retailers are limiting the amount of baby, baby formula available for purchase. Yeah, yeah, they got to do it. They got to do it like the pandemic. The pandemic, they had to limit uh, bread. People, like, there was this bread and toilet paper, those are like the biggest uh, things flying off the shelves before the, uh, during the pandemic. And bacon too. I was upset about that personally, <laughs> but it was it was bread and um, paper and toilet paper, and they said a lot of the logic behind it was uh, they didn't, nobody wanted the world to shut down and not and not be able to wipe their ass. <laughs> and then um, bread, any kind of um, natural disaster or emergency, bread always sells out because. I don't know why, because all year round, people don't really buy bread like that. I mean, bread typically, and then like, I don't know if bread sells out or they just have to keep restocking it for spoilage, but bread typically, depending on where you live, it typically flies off the shelves generally, but it's never like really sold out like that. You know what I'm saying? There's always maybe two or three loaves left behind on a regular, in, in garrison times. But in in emergencies, you know what I'm saying. It always flies off the shelves. It's like you, which your motherfuckers don't eat rice. Like what the fuck? <laughs> How much food can you eat with bread? You know what I'm saying. Like like, I know me personally. I always keep at least two loaves on deck in, in, in garrison times. I always keep at least two two loaves on deck. You know, just on the humble. Um, and then I'm always asked out when the emergency comes. I couldn't find any bread during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was horrendous. So so yeah, uh, but baby so this baby formula shortage um you know, necessity is the birth of inf- of invention. And I know there's somebody in their basement somewhere in their kitchen somewhere trying to figure out some baby formula right now. I guarantee you. And I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I hope the FDA approves it. You know what I'm saying? But people going people going to feed their kids one way or another. Um, I know breastfeeding is 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 woo. Breastfeeding is very much a challenge for um, for a lot of women. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's a luxury for a lot of women too. But that's not coming from me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll never know. I'll never be able to know. So, mm, yeah, I'm, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> but, but I, I always think of like, well, what, what did the women in the, you know, in the days before electricity <laughs> do <laughs> when they needed to feed their babies? Like, like, what did they do? You know what I'm saying? Like, how much of a challenge was breastfeeding for them? You know, as opposed to today, right? It makes you, it makes you wonder. It makes you think. So, so, um. Is this a first world issue? I think that's the core question. Is this a first world issue? Um, we'll see. But but yeah, man, let's let's feed these babies, man. Let's get these babies fed. You, you are listening to men who have no authority. How can a man say that you are of low value after 35? How can a man say that you do not have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has got to get a GoFundMe for his funeral? 
Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You, you got to be in that place where you operate in the authority of God. Look at the, another sister around and tell him, it's not that I hate men. Come on, look at another sister and say, I do not hate men. I just despise weak men. I despise cowardice men. I just ain't got time for men who are insecure about my gift. I'm not going to dummy down because of what God got me. I don't have to lower my standard. That man got to step all the way up to deal with a queen on my level. God. Pastor Jamal Bryant blasts GoFundMe funeral needing care. <laughs> Yo, these, these these websites and blogs, they are hating. Because you know a lot of them are run by women. And they're run by uh, um, modern modernistic, femin, feminist-minded women. Feminist, liberal-minded women. And these are the exact women who are going to be against um, the quote-unquote old-fashioned message that Kevin Samuels was purporting. Um, so this, the title of this article was Pastor Jamal Bryant blasts, quote, GoFundMe funeral needing Kevin Samuels on behalf of black women uh, gets Ecclesiastes ethered. Uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant apparently had the best of intentions when he biblically blasted a late YouTuber who made it a habit to spew misogynoir. Uh, but he's receiving a holy heaping of backlash. Now, why is why is his message... Like, this is the recurring theme I get from women. He's, his message is misogynoir, or his platform was a platform for misogynoir, and uh, and it was just... Ne he, he spewed negativity. Um... There were some, there were very, very many disrespectful moments that you could call out and, and um, where it was kind of like a gladiator sport embarrassing women for entertainment. I get that, but that's not what his platform was all about. That's not what his platform was all about. I don't see how uh, encouraging marriage and families um, is misogynoir. I don't see how. Uh, being having realistic goals and and, and lifting the, the rose colored lenses from your eyes is misogynoir. I don't see that. You know what I'm saying? I could see how maybe yes, the you know um, the the making women cry <laughs> and need therapy after they get off the phone with you may be misogynoir, uh, um, but. The rose-colored lenses are being lifted, and you have a more you have more. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Clarity on your life and your place in life, as opposed to the reality that you've been running from. But I'm I'm running off on a tangent. Um, uh, but the pastor is receiving a a holy heaping of backlash. The New Birth Missionary Baptist Church leader apparently, and it's, it's funny, this is kind of close to home. I, I visited his church in Baltimore, but apparently I think he moved. Either he moved from Baltimore or he moved into a new building. But um, yeah, it, it, it was a, he was he, he's a, I, he was one of my favorite preachers at one point in time. So uh, I kind of dig him. He's like he's a he's a real dude. He's a real down to earth dude. And being from Baltimore, you got to be real. <laughs> like the, you, you can't not be real from Baltimore. If you've lived in Baltimore, you know, you know. Um, the New Birth pa uh, Missionary Baptist Church leader apparently gave a spirited Mother's Day sermon that included a mention of Kevin Samuels, who passed away May on May 5th after being found unresponsive on the floor of his apartment. Footage of footage from Pastor uh, Bryant's sermon has gone viral because the clergy is clearly sending shade to Samuels who Bryant says needs a GoFundMe for his funeral. Uh, Bryant harped on the YouTubers' claims that unwed uh, black women over 35 are quote-unquote leftovers. That was pretty harsh, but in other cultures, that's how it is. If you're not married by a certain age, it's like something's wrong. 
Um, it's, it's only in our Western culture that marriage isn't as prioritized. And I do, th- I do believe there's a balance to that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I don't think everyone needs to be married. Uh, um, let, let me continue reading. Uh, quote, many of you are quoting that a woman ought to submit. She ain't supposed to submit to any man. Uh, said Bryant during the Mother's Day sermon. Quote, she's supposed to submit to a man who is submitted under God. Um, if he ain't submitting, don't you buck your knee. <laughs> you better stand right there until you find a man. <laughs> and th- and that's that's true, you know. Um, it's it's God, family, uh, then then uh, then work. That's that that's what that's what every man's standard should be you should have some spiritual conscience about you some spiritual barometer about you it doesn't necessarily have to be the god of jacob and abraham and israel uh no 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 but just have you just got to have some sort of spiritual grounding about you and some sort of moral spiritual compass and then you know you from from that you love on your family and show them and give them the protection and provision that they need and then um you focus on uh, on your work and you know you focus on your legacy and um you know leaving something behind uh, of so even while you're dead you're still providing you know what i'm saying like that's 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 how it should be uh so i i do i do agree with some of that um quote you are listening to men who have no authority continued bryant how can a man say that you are of low value after 35 how can a man say that you do not uh, have the level of traction of a high-powered man when that man has to get a GoFundMe for his funeral? Now, this is this is where it gets messy, right? 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 <laughs> um, I know for one thing, I know for one thing, I typically avoid dating women between the ages of 30 and 35. I've learned that the hard way. Um... I was in my late 30s dating a woman under the age of 35 and I saw the way she she used to press she, I or no, well yeah I saw and not her only but there was other women when I was in my between 30 and 35 who I was dating in my age range and I saw this kind of zombie like behavior where they just had to had to had to get married and it was very depressing for me and and this is in my shoes as a guy who was already married and knowing and cohabitating with another woman and and uh dealing with all of that trauma th- that it, it not only depressed me but it terrified me because i didn't want to be in a situation where i was you know i was dating a zombie where i was dating the relationship instead of dating her you know what i'm saying because she was so pressed to get married and I didn't want to feel like I was being paraded or I was an accessory. Whereas she just wants to marry a man. She doesn't necessarily want to marry me. She just wants to have a family with any man or not any man, but she just wants to have a family with a man as opposed to just having, as opposed to wanting to have a family with me. I didn't want that kind of scenario to take place. And the relation, and because of that kind of unhealthy, uh, um, vain motivation, the relationship was going in an unhealthy direction. The, the, these women were pushing the relationship in an unhealthy direction because, and because I had the foresight. Now, to think, all these other guys. What about all these other guys who've never had the experiences that I have? Who've never been married before, never t- never raised a family before, never raised children before. You know what I'm saying? They 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 just fresh with it. And, you know, they come across these women. They've probably been hook, line, and sinker. And they've probably been in very miserable situations by now. But then again, they probably would, you know, stick around and be happy if they're, if they're beta enough. Um, I don't want to talk too much. I don't want to talk too much. Um, but the, the GoFundMe part, the GoFundMe funeral, <laughs> the man died with a lot of money. Um, and if probate is probate is going to probate they're going to get what they what they what they can get out of it um i hope he had a will i heard he didn't but i hope he does um you know what i'm saying but yeah i'm pretty sure with what he left behind they can afford a decent funeral like they can afford a a, a good burial i hope the burial is i hope the the burial is going to be private as fuck like they better not they better take the body back to oklahoma 
if they want it. <laughs> if you want to keep it a G, like it's cause, cause no, it'd be a, it'd be a media circus. Um, shit, it's been what he died on May fifth. Like it's it's what as I'm recording this is May fifteenth. So hopefully they had the burial already. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How like how long they gonna preserve the body? That costs money. Come on now. Um, he then urged women in the congregation to say that they don't hate men. They just despise weak, cowardice, insecure men. And that's that, that's a healthy thing to hate. <laughs> you know, yes, yes. Hate, weak, cowardice. And I don't even call those men. I don't call them men. I call them uh, 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 grown boys. <laughs> Grown boys. That's what that's what you call them. You don't call them men. That's not them ain't men. Those are those are grown boys. Those are males. They're not men. Uh, Bryant is referen- referencing an unverified Go- GoFundMe request 50, uh, for fifty thousand for Samuels's funeral cost that was posted and deleted last week. You know the scammer's gonna scam. The scammer's gonna scam. And him being a preacher, he probably didn't look too deeply into it. He probably just got it word of mouth. And then he was just like, oh, I'm going to run with this one in the next sermon. Oh, I'm going to use this one. <laughs> yeah, so. But, you know, uh, shout out. Shout out to, uh, to Pastor Jamal Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I did. I dig his preaching. I visited his church on a, on, on a handful of, of occasions. And I was I was never disappointed each and every time. So, uh, um, you know, he he, he preaches. <clears throat> He preaches, you know, he preaches the Bible uh, in a real down-to-earth way that black people can resonate with. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, and and his, I think, well, the title of his church is uh, Missionary Baptist. But the, I think when he was, when I visited him, him in Baltimore, he was a, a AME preacher. And um, I'm very impressed, like, with the history behind the AME church because I did, I wasn't aware that the slaves were were so aware of their African heritage. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't aware I wasn't aware of how connected the slaves were with their African American with their African heritage, and, and they maintained that um, through through religion. Now, because mind you, I didn't grow up in the South, so I wasn't aware of all of these different denominations and things you know what i'm saying so so i think that that's pretty dope but um but yeah if 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 you hate on uh if if you if you if you find distaste in his message in kevin samuels's message that's understandable but if you if you completely are diametrically opposed to his message or to any part of his message then that just uh, that's a clear indication and reflection on who you are all right, boys and girls, you know what time it is. That's right. It's time for the internet to internet. Get your popcorn ready, sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you'd like to watch the internet internet, click the link in the description. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation.
And I listen now, before we get this started, man, I want you to like, comment, and subscribe if you ain't already did that. Listen, I'm finna show y'all a video right quick. A video that is very important. Everybody need to see this. Because I want people to understand how important it is to have both your parents in the house with you. Check this out. Come on, y'all, get up so we can get ready for school. That's what I don't like, man. It's like anytime you say something to a child, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's all over the place. But he came in and sat there as a father would do to some children that wasn't obeying their mama. But in some cases, too, though, I'm going to tell you what happens, too. When the children see certain things, they tend to be confused by certain things. And I'm going to show y'all another video. And I want y'all to um, let me know what y'all think about that. Check this out. Nails on your foot. Why I got what? He got nails on your foot. <laughs> Who did them? My friend. He put you a boy. Put a tail hat on nails. Okay, I'm gonna take them out tomorrow. No. Ow! These are my nails. Is you a girl or boy? What? Is you a girl or boy? Man, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, uh, just because you got both your parents in the house, that don't mean you're going to... No, it don't mean that. But you're going to damn sure have a better chance being raised by one single parent. And yes, sometimes one single parent can raise a child to be successful, but we ain't finna get into all that. I'm not doing that. But what I'm telling you is, a lot of times we can't find our way because we don't have nothing in front of us to show us what a woman is, what a man is. You see when he came in that room, just his voice alone, I want people to understand me, right? Just a man's voice alone, the tone, the frequency resonates different than a woman's. And it's by, by design. See, God ain't made no mistakes when he made us. Women are nurturers. They care. That's why they got this high-pitched voice, you know, soothing. A man is more, more masculine. Hey, 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 man, your uncle say, or your daddy, girl, you gonna get your ass up. Your mama say, hey, yeah, 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 just like you saw in the video. But what I'm telling you is this, society in the world has screwed this, this roll up so bad. People don't know if they coming or going. You're gonna, you're gonna hear women say, I did y'all without a man. And when you see stuff like this, it kind of like, it's an insult to your family and to yourself. And I'm not saying... If you have to raise a child by yourself, not to, but we not finna get into that. Two parents, that's the that's the duality. The child is the trinity, the tri, the three. Tri, a, a, a triangle got three sides. A tricycle got three wheels. Three, man, woman, and child. You have to have that foundation. A man's supposed to lead. Point blank, I don't give a damn with the, with, with the government and what you see on TV because they have a whole nother agenda. But getting back to the, 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 the spiritual way how things are, a man is a leader. A man was built with bigger muscles for a reason. Bigger feet, bigger hands, bigger lungs for a reason. Welcome to our main course segment where we discuss life and love. When did you realize you needed a man? All right, so <laughs> I got two special guests with me today. Um, I, I, I'm scared to go over my notes in front of them because <laughs> I don't want them to feel away and then cut me off. But um, I'm, I'll, I'll begin and then I'll let them chime in and drop their 2, 20, 30, 40 cents. Um, in this Western culture, in this Western modern day culture, uh, black women have been raised to either hate or be afraid of men or even both. Um, 
there are a lot of black women who walk the earth thinking that every man wants to rape them. Um, it's like a certain kind of paranoia or shield that black women wear. Like it's it's like it, it was even odd to me. Like to this day, um, as I'm recording this, you know, uh, we we're coming sort of kind of coming off of the pandemic and there are still middle-aged black women everywhere I go, where I, where I live per se, who religiously wear masks still. You know what I mean? Like, like and everybody's cool, but it's just them. Um, and I think a lot of that uh, spawned from a lot of trauma and hurt and also upbringing um, that's been passed down from generation to generation. Um, you already know I blame everything on slavery, right? Um, however, oddly enough, you would think it's the mothers passing this down, but the men do it too. The men teach it to their daughters too. And naturally because, you know, being a man, they want to protect their daughters and they know how men are. So you, you can't really blame them to that respect, but it's, it's, uh, it's still a thing. Um, being that we are the, the descendants of slaves, um, you know, we come from a very diseased culture. Um... I'm not gonna get into the history lesson of it all, but a lot of times, you know, if, if you pay attention to our, our, our ancestors who were alive when we were alive, our older generations, um, we will, it's, it's easy to point out, you know, a lack of intimacy, a lack of capacity of self-expression, you know, bottling things up, um, a fear of vulnerability, you know, refusing to say, I love you refusing to cry, you know what I'm saying? Um, just simple human behaviors. Um, we're born into a culture of fear, trauma, um, and complacency. You know, uh, don't do this, don't do that, and say no to everything. Um, now, what does this do have to do with needing a man? I'll tie it all, I'll tie it all in um, as I continue. Um, how are you supposed to be intimate and raise a family with someone that you hate or fear. A lot of times, a lot of women, black women per se, uh, go into relationships one foot in or one foot out, or, you know, having a backup plan, always having a backup plan, or um, undermining a man's authority because of a lack of trust. Um, it was scary, like, I wouldn't say scary, but it was just stark. Uh, it was like a stark revelation, you know, uh, I posted this on my Facebook um, and, and one of my guests can attest to it. I posted this on my Facebook and it was like, it was very stark, it was very scary, like realizing how many women were too proud to say that they needed a man. And I think part of that is to, uh, um, to our mainstream culture. Our mainstream culture teaches us that we're all that in a bag of chips with the dip and the soda on the side. And so needing anyone is, 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 a, is, is given a, a connotation of inferiority. Um, but I think a lot of this, and, and that's kind of how we've become dead to our universal knowledge, you know, this, the spiritual knowledge that is with, within all of us. Um, we've become tunnel visioned about money and we see men as a utility, as do boys or just a dildo. Um, our economy has blinded our women because we don't have to hunt for food anymore. You know, you can walk through a grocery store and, and pick the same thing that you used to have to kill to eat. Um, and I, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the women commenting probably have never been kept by a man or know, or know the difference or value of having a good having a good man in their lives and then him leaving and seeing the difference and seeing the after effects of it all. Um, a lot of them are raised by single mothers, a lot of them. Uh, um, and so they, they purposely settle for bad or mediocre men, um, but choose to complain about them, you know, because to avoid the pressure of dating a good man. And so this affords them the opportunity to say that, to, to, to beat their chest and say that they don't need a man. So go. Okay, I'll go first. First, I still stand by my comment on Facebook. And I do want to say that I was raised in a household with a mother and a father. So I was not raised by a single parent. I was raised by a father who provided, 
who, you know, my mother didn't want for anything, neither did any of us. And to this day, it's still that way. So, again, I stand by my statement that a need is something that you have to have for survival. And I don't need a man for survival. So I don't need a man. Do I want a man? Sure. Right, hold on, time out, time out. So would you would you prefer me to phrase it as when did you realize that you need men? Instead of needing a man, when did you realize that you need men? Because I think in the Facebook post, the women who kind of agreed with me and said that they need a man. I guess that's what they were referring to. They were like, like we as a collective, as a community, need men. They may not necessarily quote unquote need a, a man, but we need men as a collective. I think that's what they were getting at. And oddly, I, because of my status, I'll tell you I'm divorced. I've raised boys on my own. Um, no, I, I'm a truck driver. I can work on my car. I can do anything that a man can do except produce sperm. I cannot produce sperm. I can't pee standing up. Yes, you can. No, I can't. <laughs> and, I've seen and, women do it. <laughs> you may have seen women do it, but well, I they, they, spot, they got spot a little bit. They, you know, they part their legs a little bit. I, I can't pee standing up. They might can do it, but I can't pee standing up, nor can I produce sperm. Okay. But... Again, because of my circumstances, I have been put in a position to where I have no choice but to provide. So, and so therefore, you don't need a man? No. Okay, okay. Who are you getting at then? No, I do not. Do I want a man? Yes. I, every woman wants a man if, if for companionship. You know, so... But do I need a man? No. I can provide for myself. I can provide for my children. Men have put me in a position... And because there's been more than one, I've dated, I've been married, um, but men has put me in a position of either one or two things. Either they put me in a position where I feel like I can't depend on them for anything, and if I can't depend on you, then I don't need you. Or they put me in a position of if I show my vulnerability and I do say, okay, this is what it is, then I'm a gold digger, I'm lazy, I'm this, I'm that. Kevin, we've had all these conversations, and you know I'm a very, I've, I've talked about submission. I'm a woman that believes in submission. But uh -huh. it is it is what it is. Okay. Do I need a man? No. Do I want a man? Huh. Okay, okay. So, so do you think there's something wrong with needing a man? Me, personally? No. I don't think there's anything wrong with needing a man. Um put things together in the house to girl they got youtube for that yeah i, I guess <laughs> for me very so, traditionally so you're replacing a man with youtube it I, has come to that it's for something i changed an alternator in a car because i didn't have a man to do it but i sure did could look at i sure could look it up on youtube and was walked through it now granted it was a man that walked me through it on youtube but i did it on my own why because i didn't have a man there to do it for me is there something wrong with needing a man? You answer. Is there something? There's nothing wrong. I don't want to say there's anything wrong. I, there's nothing wrong with the statement that uh, I need a man. That's where I have my issue with because you don't. Wait, you need, said there is something wrong. There's a wrong. There's something wrong with the statement. Why is there something wrong with the statement? Because no one needs anyone. You don't need anybody but Jesus. I mean, let's just be real. <laughs> So wait, but I'm I'm I'll probably say I need a woman because you just need coaching. So, <laughs> but but so I'm not too proud to say it. Like under any circumstance, whether it's I need somebody to organize my home, or, or even if it's like out of utility, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the or I need somebody to watch my children. Like if I had small children, I need or if I had a daughter, I need somebody to show my daughter how to do her hair or give her the talk. You know what I'm saying? And see, like, a, a woman don't a woman don't need a man for things like I'm living proof. I gave my sons to talk. I, you know, I taught my sons how to different. shave. Mm -mm, mm -mm. My sons now they have a relationship with their father. Yeah. But they'll come to me before they go to him, mm -hmm. because I was the one that was there. 
I was the one that taught them. When my sons lost their virginity, oh God, they're gonna kill me for saying this, but when they lost their virginity, it was me that they came to to tell. They didn't go to their father, they came to me and they told me. As far as their father's concerned, they're still virgins. And they live with him at this point. Have you ever been in a, have either of you ever been in a circumstance where You had a man's protection and provision. Yes, my father. I have to agree with that, my dad. Okay. And did you ever notice the difference, the element, or the, the contrast, the element of contrast when they were in your lives versus when they weren't? My father's still in my life. Like, my father's still in the home. He's still married to my mother. So you've never had that life lesson? never had life put you on your behind like damn like like you know how you don't you, you don't miss the water till the well runs dry now i when my my father has taught me that if a man can't provide for you then you don't need him and my father has taught and my mother my father will tell any man that come into our lives when he meet them my daughters are accustomed to a certain standard of living and if you can't provide that then you need to leave them here and so my father has pro taught me that if a man can't do it for you, then you do it for yourself. So your father taught you that you don't need a man? My father has taught me not to depend on a man. Not to do, oh, so that's, so that's the key, so that's the crux of it. It's the dependencies factor. So need, the quote unquote needing a man makes you sound dependent, which is adverse. No. Is that what no, you're saying? I keep saying a need, need the definition of need is something is if you need something to survive i don't need a man to survive i have been do, surviving okay, okay, a very time long out, time, time. Out, time out. do we as a collective in a community need men to survive if you're asking me do we need men to procreate here we go here we go here we go if you're asking me yes if um we need men to procreate oh come on oh my god just give me a straight up answer oh my god do we as a collective in the community need men in general to survive yes it's a different level of companionship it's a different level of relationships with children um, it's a different level of communication that happens um, I say this as having raised two daughters one with more or less an absent father, one with a present father. Um, just the demeanors of having a male around was a little different Okay, for me, the second Let me ask you a question. You say you need a man for companionship. You got lesbians out here that will tell you you do not need a man for companionship. I have no response for that. <laughs> but can, can, okay, can you say that, can you attest to it being a different kind of relationship with a man as a versus being you know being in a relationship with a woman not to not to get to the sexuality aspect of it but I, that does play a part that is a cog in the wheel continue um of course there's a difference like as, as far as the relationship standard there is a difference between being in a relationship with a man versus being in a relationship with a woman now i've never been in a relationship with a woman but I do feel like there is, there okay. would be a difference. It's just in, in conversation, in, 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 um, com, uh, converse, in, in conversation and communication. In the communication with a man is, is, is it, what is the difference? It is non-existent. You know y'all don't talk about <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I'm a talker though. I talk. You know what I'm saying? Do I not, don't I talk? Okay, so you're an I, exception to the rule. I'm an exception? Okay. Like, text a man. A woman will get have a whole conversation with a man in a text. She'll text him three paragraphs. And the man and, won't read the text. And, or, uh, when he do respond, it's, okay. <laughs> what else is he supposed to say? I, I, I read your text. I understand. Okay. That, that's... Okay, I have a perfect example. I'm not going to say any names. But I sent a text out to someone who I said, I just left the nail shop. I'm on my way. I get a text back saying, well, I'm going to wait until you get here to go to the supermarket. I 
I'm an hour away from you. So why do you need to wait a whole okay, hour? Okay, that's you, you getting need into to read the text. You getting into particulars. You get into. Just, we're just saying men don't read text. So the, therefore, there is a different level of communication. Wait, wait, men don't read text. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Or oh, they don't read into text messages. They don't read in the, in, in between the lines. I'm very explicit in my text. Thank you. I believe when I text. Um, I say what I mean and I mean what I say. So there's no, you don't have to read in between the lines. I'm like, I'm like her. I'm very explicit. I'm very detailed. I, when I'm feeling something, even in conversation or text, I'm going to tell you, and it is what it is. You, there's no second guessing. I like to say when it comes to me, I'm like Jesus. I'm the same today, tomorrow, and yesterday. So you, there's no there's no conversation. There's no second guessing what I want or what I mean or what I say. What I said, what I said. Needing a man depends on where you are at a point in your life. Is how mm, I feel. Okay. Um, Break it down. I was in a relationship from 26 to 47. I thought I needed that man. Now I'm learning that you don't necessarily need a man to function or be validated, but you can enjoy companionship. So I just think it just depends on where you are at your life, how you define needing a man. Do you need men to bounce things off of to give you a different perspective? That's a different type of needing a man. Do you need a man to hurt your feelings when your girlfriends are hyping you up and it's not true? possibly but as far as like needing a man in your life every day um i think it just depends on where you are at that stage in your life I'm, I'm that's mature that's mature i'm never gonna say i like us and i keep saying it i still stand where i stand i don't feel like i necessarily need a man as a woman at no did, point in your life did you ever feel like that because she she said she, she said it was at different points in life only when I was making my children. But at, at any but other you point... But you grew up with a dad who was a provider, who was a protector and a provider. Right. And so it's, and how could you... Like, that's almost... You, you're going against... You're contradicting... Not contradicting no. yourself. No, she's not settling. If it's not the caliber of no. the man that, that she was part. raised to if accept, was she's right. not going to lower that, her standards. She doesn't need a man that's not what she wants. And it would have to encapsulate what she grew up seeing as a man, as a provider to his wife, as a provider to his children, as a constant for his grandchildren. And if that's not what she's going to get, then she's fine by herself. It's different than saying she doesn't need a man. She wants what she wants, and that might be not settling. But so, so but you said... Go ahead. I'm and again, you notice I want what I want. Therefore, it is not a need. It's a desire. It's right. A it's a desire. I've always said I never said I don't want a man. I just said I don't need a man. Okay. But, but, um, I had a thought. I had a thought. Okay. So, and, and at no point, like she said, she said that at different points, at different points, she felt like she she realized at different points of her life, and that, and that was uh, there was a small handful of other women in, in the timeline, in the, uh, in the thread who who had the same sentiment. They realized at certain points in their life whether they needed one or versus uh, some of them realized that they didn't need a man. Um, at you you made the stance that in general you don't need a man. So was there any point in your life, and was there any point in your life that you felt like that you realized you did need a man? At no point. Yes, At I no told point. you okay. when I was creating my children. That's the only time you needed a man. Yes. If those men that you had children with were were like your father, mm-hmm. now no no man can be as good as your father. No you no woman can right. be as good as a man's mother if the if, if if they had a good father and a good mother, vice versa. You get what I'm saying. But if those men were, you know, uh. uh up to par, up to the par of your father. 
would you have the same sentiment? Would you? Would you? I still would not need them. I would want them. Like my mother will tell you, she don't need my father, and my father will tell you, my mother don't need him to survive. See, that was an odd thing. That was an odd thing because there was a married woman in in the in the thread who, in a roundabout way, kind of worded that she didn't need a husband and then tried to back and try to walk it back and, you know what i'm saying like my, my mother could go through her life and provide for herself my both of my parents are college educated my mother could go through her life and provide for herself and do the things that she has done without my father being there i, I i'm about to get i'm about to get emotional i let, let, let you go first have you ever been in love Yes. Did you feel like you needed that man? Absolutely. Okay, time out, time out. Have you ever been in love? Yes. Have you felt like you needed that man? No. <laughs> okay, back to you. <laughs> when you were in love, let's, let's like, like. Honestly, I've, I will say I've been in love deeply two times. Um, the first time the realization came that everything that's good to you ain't good for you that came really quickly so that need became a no a life lesson and then like i said the last one was 21 years before i decided i need to love myself because i wasn't being loved right so i didn't need that go she said it have i ever been in love yes did i feel like i needed him no why? Because at the end of the day, I loved myself more than I loved him. So. So wait, wait. Hmm. So wait, like, because when you think of we, like, everybody's definition of love is different. But when you think of being in love, you think of like being enthralled with someone that in fact that I kind know. of childish infatuation. You know, for me, love is a birth. Love is not. Oh, he makes my heart sing butterflies. Love is work. Love is going to be there for you. I'm going to be there for your family. Uh, I'll support your decisions. I'll get up in the middle of the night when you're sick and go get what you need. Love love is action to me. And so I think that's why it was hard for me to let go. You don't need me if the only thing you need is what I can do for you and you're not reciprocating. For me, love is a verb. Um, And so it's not an infatuation because you can be infatuated with puppies infatuated with birds Um, I love cheesecake so so I love cheesecake I love chocolate I love coke coca-cola let's get that clear but do you love men I adore men do you love a man could could you love a man you love cheesecake but do you love a man I could grow to love. No, I'm kidding. I, I could, well, because because that's what it is. Like, really, you do. You don't just wake up one day and decide that you love a man. You grow. It's something that grows. Like you. I mean, I'm. If that was the case, I'd look at you every day and say, "Oh, I love you." You are all right, but. Okay. Okay. So now let's let's tie it all together. Okay. Let's talk about. The black culture, the current modern day black culture, in regards to needing a man. Everything I talked about, you know, with the trauma, the the, the trauma experiences, and then the passed down trauma from gen- generations, and the the family cultures that we came up in, and the things that our mamas told us, and the things that our daddies showed us and told us. I'm gonna go back to what you said at the beginning about the mask, and you saying it being black women. Yes. Black women are almost always caregivers. Why is that person wearing that mask? Because when she leaves public, she might be going to her 74-year-old grandmother. She might be going somewhere else. Is there not a white woman going to her 74-year-old grandmother? You always have, you you said it, it's, it's part of our DNA. You've always been taught to take care of each other. You've been taught to take care of one another. Black women are caregivers. Regardless of what situation you see, a black woman is a caregiver. It's almost, it's almost by go, default. Go all the way back to slavery. It's almost was, by default. Was so wearing a mask has to do with caregiving? Yes. You never know. It's not. It has nothing to do with paranoia? No. And I don't wear one in public anymore. Unless 
I'm in a very crowded space. Walmart. But um, it it has nothing to do with paranoia. It has a, it has a lot to do with making sure that I am around to take care of those who need who need me. I can't be I I can't be any good to anybody else if I'm sick. But you want to talk about as a culture and and all of this. I said it on your page. I said it in my comments. If men want women to need them, then they need to step up to the plate and make it okay for a woman to need them. Again, you have these men out here that'll drop their seed off in any woman and then leave her to raise the child. And then they're mad because their child don't know them. You have men who, again, I would love to find a man where I could sit at home. Would I do it? Probably not, but it, it would be well, nice well, 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 Why wouldn't you do it? Because I'm just not a sit-at-home type person. I, I have to be moving. So, I, But it would be nice to have that option. That's what I'm saying. But, again, you do that, a man will say, oh, she's a gold digger, she's lazy, she don't want shit. She, oh, she don't bring anything to the table. Oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> you going, you opening up another can of worms. We're not there yet. We're not there. <laughs> so, again, if you, if men want to be needed, then make it okay for a woman to feel like it's, she need a man. So, does a man have to actually do something? Well, is a man's energy alone good enough for you to need him? He, uh, does he have to be a do-boy? Oh, no, I don't want anybody that I can run over. Okay. Oh, that's the definition of a do-boy? <laughs> yeah, pretty, oh. pretty much. <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I'm still new at this. I feel like I'm new at this. I don't, I don't know. I need to get out more. I don't. <laughs> See, she needs to get out more, but she don't need a man. Right. <laughs> so I really don't. I haven't had a lot of encounters with him lately, so I really don't know. I also don't know how much I would want to depend on a man. I'd absolutely love it. Um, starting over again, raising someone else's child as my own. I do want to have male relationships because I've never raised a male child. So that's something for me, but that goes back to the- Okay, so does that make you need a man? The companionship for my child. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. You are gonna say something. Just a little bit. But not needing him to, I need him for the socialization. I need him in my village. I don't need him, that's what I, I need him in my village for my child. So, so then that, that uh, uh, caveats to we as a community and a collective needing men. Right, it would be the community, the collective, and I am part of the community, the collective. Um, you know, that is such... It, it's a hard one, yes, but we need, we also need our men to feel needed so that they know they have a role to play with the next generation, to be exemplars. Like, for me, I'm, yes, we need men so that the men can show our children what they should be, what they need to emulate. I'm personally tired of clicking on the news and seeing that the students or the young men that have been shot and killed are kids I've taught. I mean... I'm tired of it, so I feel like yes. But do you know collectively we need men? Do you know where that come from? Because just like you turn right, just like you turn on the news and you see the children that you have taught are killing each other, they're learning it from grown men who are out here killing each other. Now you want to open up a whole another can of worms. I'm a strong believer that everybody, like people these days, are scared to take a butt kicking. Like All right, that's a different conversation, also. Yeah. All right, so. Where, where did this come from? Where did the, let me let me um, y'all have before I close? Y'all have anything, anything concerning this topic that you wanted to say while I was going over the monologue? That, that... Men are needed, not necessarily by us, but men are wonderful creatures in their own way. They provide lots. They're, they're needed not by women. So who they needed by? <laughs> and when I said, okay, they are. They are needed. They're needed by women. They're needed by children. Our children need men. Definitely. Yes. I, 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 uh, but in the capacity of positive role models that yes. can be emulated. Yes. And so for me, I guess I will go ahead and say, yes, we need men. That's, that's my final word.
little people, children, need men. Because, again... Well, women don't. Again, it has looked throughout the years. Let's go all the way back to your to your monologue, slavery. They took the... Like, even the slave masters took the men and separated them from the women and children and left the women to provide for the children. So it goes all the way back. So do a woman need a man only to pre-appropriate? And that's what uh, slavery that's that's what slavery taught you. But that's not what nature taught you. But no, that's not, not biology. Wait a minute, that is not only what slavery Slavery is not natural. Wait a minute. Slavery is not only slavery that has taught me that a woman don't need a man. It is men that have taught me that I don't need a man. Black men. Yes, because I've never dated outside of my race. Because of slavery. No, I've never dated. Slavery is not natural. No, I've never dated outside so of my the black, race. The, the no, black, black culture is diseased. Black men. And disease is not no, natural. No, no, That's baby. why it kills you. No, black men don't want to step up to the plate and be the things that they feel like women would need them for. So if black men would step up to the plate, and I'm and I only say black men because I've again I've never dated outside my race, so I don't I cannot speak on other cultures, only the culture that I have dated, which is black men. So black men have not, black men have not stepped up to date even today. They don't do the things that they feel like a woman a, a woman should need them for. So step up to the plate and do what you feel like you want a woman to need you for. And then maybe we can say, yeah, we need you. Okay. Um, what brought this topic about, um, you know, as, as I'm recording this, this is in lieu of the passing of Kevin Samuels. And um, uh, he, he had a very, uh, I'll, I'll even say it, a disrespectful message. Um, but he had an underlying message of, you know, healing and growth within the black community. And it is, and it is very painful, which is where a lot of the, uh, um, you know, the, the strife within his message, message came from. Um, and a lot of that healing and the growth comes from, uh, um, comes from us needing, uh, uh, you know, work cooperating with one another. Uh, uniting with one another and setting our differences aside and working together for a common good uh, and and that comes from understand the understanding that we need one another um, men have no problem all throughout my life men have had no problem um, from what my observation men have had no problem you know saying that they need women for any reason whether it just be for their vaginas or whether it be for their energy. You know, men have no problem understanding that and seeing that up front. Um, it's, 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 just, it's just hard, it's like pulling, it's pulling teeth with a woman. Uh, it's very painful for a woman to grasp or comprehend or uh, contemplate needing a man. And so I pose this question uh, to, to kind of get a deeper insight. With, as opposed to just coming up with my own assumptions. And um, what I noticed is a lot of pride uh, um, and a lot of pride, it, pride can also become a, is, can also be a defense mechanism from hurt and, you know, from upbringing. But, and I don't want to talk in circles, but I think if we can understand it as a collective that we that we need each other, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm speaking of both genders. Um, then we can, it can dwindle down to the individual because this is a spiritual knowledge. This is a universal knowledge. I don't mean to go deep or, you know, put on the scuba gear with it, but this is a universal knowledge. You know, the, in order for the universe, the universe is always trying to balance itself. And um, in every component of the, of, in every, in every element of the universe, when it, whether it's uh, physics, chemistry, there is always chemistry, physics, chemistry, or biology. In every every element, of, in every component of science, there's always a male and female aspect to everything, and that's a universal thing. And 
uh, when things are unbalanced, like like let's say your body, for instance, if your body is unbalanced, that brings forth disease. That's a form of disease. Unbalance is a form of disease, and disease kills. Because the body, if the body cannot regulate itself and balance itself, it dies. And so, uh, uh, metaphorically, the black community as a body, if it is unbalanced, it will eventually die. And we need to heal and, and heal and grow in that order and cure this disease. And I think at the core of it, it's understanding that we need each other beyond econo- beyond economics beyond utility but universally universally and spiritually we need each other if we can come come to that then we can heal and grow that concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc join our new patreon to receive free merchandise books and consultation from prosperity ullc We would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity U LLC and continue to invest in the brand.